But you're dead, Tommy One. I killed you. Captain Black Eye couldn't believe he just said something like that. It seemed like something he had stammered out so many times before, and it just slipped out all over again. He had hoped, almost vowed, he would never say it again, but it just spilled out. He had planned to say something else, something wonderful and sinister. He had it all rehearsed because he knew, he just knew, that Tommy One was still alive. But no matter how much he prepared, no matter how ready Black Eye was, he was surprised, and he looked like an idiot again. His grip on the thick, forged steel lever loosened as the embarrassment of the situation came over him. He hated to be surprised, and Tommy One always seemed to make it happen. The lever, connected to an electric dynamo, slowly whirring itself up to power, lurched forward and stopped in the next latch with a loud knock. The engine responded by coming alive with a grinding noise, and the room slowly filled with an electric blue glow. I'm always happy to disappoint you, Tommy One a spry teenager with perfect musculature, said with a curled smile. But I'm pretty sure you know that already. Black Eye didn't respond. Instead, he found himself lost in thought. The teenage do-gooder had been pestering him for years now. Tommy Wan had a knack for dodging death traps, not just Black Eyes, but those of any scumbag with an underhanded plan. If you dared venture into the Tidewater region with a scheme to make some ill-gotten money, then Tommy One would be breathing down your neck in no time. When Black Eye thought he got clean away, Tommy caught up with him. If this entrepreneur, as Black Eye preferred to call himself, sent a bullet into Tommy, the blonde mophead always got better. The kid really is something, Black Eye thought, but not in any sort of appreciative manner. In fact, Tommy One was best labeled as an exceptionally annoying something since the little puke always managed to fool him. A few days ago, Black Eye was in a bar outside of Ocean View. After tipping back too many, he was bragging to his minions, the Blood Pirates, that Tommy One was officially dead and they had nothing to worry about. After all, Tommy One was dead. Two months back, Black Eye had thrown Tommy into a chemical vat over in Norfolk, sealed the cast iron lid shut, and then set the factory on fire. To ice that particular cake, the fire then triggered an explosion that flattened two blocks of urban dereliction in every direction. There was no way Tommy One could have escaped. Black Eye had reasoned in the days that followed. Black Eye himself had barely managed to get away and was left burned from the blast. Even worse, four of his blood pirates died as their ford was swept up in the shockwave from the explosion. It rammed through a brick wall, flipped three times, clattered off a loading dock, and then sunk in the Elizabeth off Lambert's Point. Not a good way to go at all, he thought. And if they were dead, then Tommy One just simply could not have survived. After all, he was at ground zero of the disaster. As further proof, Black Eye hadn't seen a bit of evidence that Tommy One had survived. No newspaper reports of gangsters being busted. No newsreel of the teenage glory hound breaking another world record for whatever inane hula-hooping effort he had set his sights upon. 
No public appearances at the roller rink to thrill the high school girls. Not even a word on the street about him, busting up some random robbery. And yet, there Tommy was in the flesh, hurtling toward him with his childish grin. That grin, and those infernally confident eyes that somehow looked even brighter when framed by his black domino mask. Confident or not, Tommy Wan had proved himself foolhardy more than once. And this was another one of those times. 